1: And welcome back to the show, to the podcast. My name is Karen. My hair is shiny. My teeth are perfect. My skirt is tiny. It barely covers my perky hiney. My name is Karen. I may not be
2: smart. You That's better it. sing. <laughs> you better fucking sing. And I am Claudette Colvin, and this is The Read. Thanks for coming back.
1: Thank you for joining us again for another week in our journey. Well, next. Mm-hmm. Yes. Here we go. Wednesday, the 24th mm-hmm. of January. January. January like there's a way that like oh, okay never mind I'm gonna leave British people alone today <laughs> <laughs> there's well, a way I... that some of them like like the haughty toddy say January and I'm trying to get it down
2: oh okay yeah. gotcha hmm <laughs> well the Australians complimented me on my accent last week so I'm still oh, nice. riding high off of you that. watch
1: a lot of bluey
2: I do <laughs> I watch a lot of Bluey. But I'm doing okay. The semester is starting back up. And I'm kind of looking forward to it because this is my last semester as y'all know i will not shut up about the fact that i am supposed to be graduating lord willing please don't let nothing crazy come that's up.
1: never really i think you should shut up about. <laughs> but i'm um, about to graduate
2: should be like very excited yes class of 2024 stand up but yeah i gotta get through this last semester up. first um <laughs> stand up yeah so that's that's kind of what's going on for me what about you Right now I'm trying to... Sc- getting, you're getting cozy. <laughs> getting comfy.
1: This week's better than last week. I have been focusing on things that make my heart warm. So I've been playing Kingdom Hearts 3 again, because that's basically just playing numerous Disney movies that are explored and narrated through the lens of an overpowered little magical white child Mm. so it's it's just fun and emotional and therapeutic and I've just been uh you know watching basement gang and my life on the dealers and the holdovers
2: oh did you like it I loved it
1: I really enjoyed it Mm -hmm. like
2: didn't I tell uh, you divine killed that shit
1: yeah, truly. She did.
2: She 1, did. did. It was a really good <laughs> She ate that roll up.
1: <laughs> so,
2: yeah. Okay.
1: Here we are.
2: Listen, Once again,
1: progress. Thank you for people who are like, oh, girl, you're fine.
2: Yeah, you should you check did. the inbox. You have about 45 letters in there from people who are like, if you're in, love you so much. Oh, my God. Um, your mental health. You're my sweet baby. Oh, my God. So,
3: thanks.
1: Yeah. Um, well, let's do some black excellence, excellent blacks. Uh, what do I want to say? Okay. So first of all, shout out to, uh, some of our Oscar noms, the Oscar nominations for 2024 were released, I believe just yesterday. And, um, We've got some representation, thankfully, on the docket. And um, I'm happy to see it. And we'll see how what Hollywood tries to do the little Kim duck and dodge uh, when it can, comes to giving us our things. Yeah. <sighs> Exhale the bitterness.
2: It's okay. It's okay.
1: Inhale the love.
2: It's all okay. right. It's all right. <laughs>
1: Congratulations, to Coleman Domingo, Best Actor. Not *Call the Purple*, but for Rustin.
2: Mm
1: Rustin. That's a black gay man working.
2: It is. It is. He's a fantastic actor. It cannot be overstated. He is so good. He's
1: right, like deep. (laughs) Like I don't even know. (laughs) Like I don't know. Like he just every role that I've seen him in is just like.
2: He's really good. He gets in there. Mm-hmm. So, if he had a black boyfriend, I would not be able to stop standing. But you know, you
3: know, you,
2: lo- you love who you love, and that's fine. But very happy for and him. It's fine. Extremely proud of him. And yeah, first Afro Latino to be nominated for Best Actor. So bow, bow, bow. Congratulations, bow. sir. Uh,
1: and Eastwood.
2: Oh wow! That. <laughs> Somebody just call you Dora because yeah. <laughs> the way you said that so effortlessly.
1: Solamente.
2: <laughs> wonderful, that. wonderful! Wow, y tu mama también.
1: Ah, best actor Jeffrey Wright for American Fiction. Well, they're both nominated in that same.
2: Another character. excellent movie, um, and I'm so happy to see it coming in more theaters now.
1: Yeah. It's getting a wider release. I just got in the mail today.
2: Oh, my or, well, God. Got it out of them all.
1: Because, oh. you know, it's like um, the vote season or yeah, whatever. So yeah, they're like, here's a script. Up. Here's mm-hmm. a movie. Uh, please vote for us. And a lot of it are the things that are
3: here.
1: But... Yeah, we talked about American fiction and how much we both loved it. So mm-hmm. when I cracked open that envelope and I saw this nicely crisp little book of this one, nice. I was like, nice. oh. every now and then one of those things comes in the mail for something. I stand and I'm like, I will keep this close to my heart forever. Like a Barbie mm-hmm. screenplay or something. Yeah. And I'm just like, I will take this with me wherever I go. And then sometimes in my... Just be something else that it was like, oh, okay. And I might watch it and give it away or something. What am I talking about?
2: I I mean, do they put that on the, do they put that on the internet for us poors, us regulars to also see or no, you have to be special to get like the screenplay.
1: I think if you're like in a, if you're in like the writer's guild, if you're in Mm, screen, if you're in one of those organizations where you can vote for these people, I guess. Yeah. Then you can have it. Okay. Well,
2: it is what it is. Um, I'm, not gonna hate Anyways, I'm not going to hate from outside the club. I'm not going to hate from outside the club. We will
1: talk about that later because it really <laughs> doesn't even make sense how you don't But sweetie, once you do, it's kind of like, okay, girl. It's not, it's not as fancy as it sounds at all, I promise. Um, your doll, our doll, the doll, mm. Danielle. Brooke. Yes! Best actress. Yes! For the color. That is purple.
2: Oh my God, Danielle. Oh, I love this for her. My God, so deserved. Congratulations, Queen. Yes, She's
1: nominated ma'am. alongside Divine Joy Randolph for the holdovers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as well. So shout out to them. I can't wait to see y'all there uh, in all of your black beauty and whatever it is that y'all go uh, wear. I'm excited for the gowns.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, please do.
1: Um, And Sterling K with the brown. Is also nominated. Best supporting actor is pretty stacked this year. They're all like huge. <laughs> he's nominated for American Fiction. I think like Robert Nero's in that category. Mark Ruffalo's in that category.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: think they put Ryan Gosling in it. Yeah, I was
2: about to say, what's that white man who played? Wait, no, Ken? Ryan
1: Gosling is in it for Best Actor. I think he's nominated for Best. Let me try it.
2: I thought it was Best Supporting. He cannot be Best Actor for Ken. Please. I think
1: he's supporting.
2: Yeah, gotta be. Which honestly I think even the supporting is yeah, reached but okay.
1: <laughs> I mean, let's keep it above. I
2: mean, I loved Barbie, okay? I loved that movie. It's Got it and everything. I loved it. Me too. However, I really however, did. Ever. However. however mm-hmm. Ryan Gosling is playing a literal dumbass doll. <laughs> like <laughs> And literally a supporting right. character. Right. So, I mean, I get there's a lot of, you know, people on the like, that's his really role pissed, is right?
1: Being tired of being a supporting <laughs> character to the Barbies, that's the whole... It really, to your point,
2: would yeah. like, not I,
1: have made much sense I don't, for it
2: to it's be fine. It's fine, it's fine. Like, I I anyway. truly did enjoy the movie. I'm not hating on nobody. I'm glad America Forever got nominated as well, but... Yeah, she did. You know, America Desert. probably did more of the acting in that movie than Ryan or Margot.
1: <laughs> that one monologue. Yeah. Where she's over at Strange Barbie's mm-hmm. house and she's like, oh yeah, being a woman? Can't win.
2: <laughs> and you're trash. just a dog. You're not even really one of us. So damn. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a. Uh, and I've seen a lot of criticisms of like, oh Barbie is like feminism 101. And it is, but a lot of people need feminism one-on-one that's the thing really like, bad they need shut a up bad. <laughs> yeah they yeah do real bad
1: yes <laughs> they, do. they very much need the pbs kids version of they what feminist what they feminism
2: do. is they or just do. basic you know equal rights yeah just the the sort of unfair expectations that society places on women the real world places on women that they don't have in barbie land and like So, yes, girl, I get it. Like, you knew all this since you were 12 and you were on, you know, fucking almost said Zanga. That's real old. You were on fucking Tumblr, you know, writing think pieces about it when you were in ninth grade. But some people just got here. And they really do need patriarchy broken down like that in them simple ass, easy to understand ways. They really do. So I wasn't mad, but a lot of people are pissed that Greta didn't get Best Director nomination and Margot didn't get a Best Actress. And it's like, there were some really good movies out here, y'all. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that, (laughs) that I need to be taking up the arms and, you know, marching in the street because... Greta Gerwig didn't get a nomination for Barbie no
1: shade when you look at the director category this year and the films and then you can cons- and again as you said mm-hmm. loved Barbie Loved it
3: 4k
2: it.
1: steel case literally bought it
2: watched it last fucking week I love it
1: <laughs> I'm just but I'm, I'm fine still. with the way things are Yep.
2: Yeah, same same but you know it is even in in these categories where it's not separated by gender, it is still a white man's game, and I think white women know that.
3: Yeah, yeah. The rest
2: of us are just we, we're over here literally counting our blacks. <laughs> <laughs> we're counting all of our blacks who got nominated. <laughs> and it's like, regardless of which one of them
1: wins, it's gonna be a first something. Yep. <laughs> so,
2: like. And it all yeah. every year is a first something. <laughs> so, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, you know, it's just that Hollywood. What can you do?
1: So, yeah, it's Sterling K. Brown, Robert De Niro for *Killers of Flower Moon, Robert mm-hmm. Downey Jr. for Oppenheimer. I think he's going to win. No shade. Ryan Gosling for Barbie and Mark Ruffalo for Poor Things. I think they're either going to give it to gonna um, RDJ or they're going to give it to Mark Ruffalo, in mm-hmm. my opinion.
2: Yes, 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 probably so. And I think I saw that Lily Gladstone is the first native woman nominated for best actress.
1: I think um, I saw that too.
2: So, you know, that it's it's a again, wow, Ooh, that is fucking, fucking terrible. <laughs> <County>. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> so, you know, we uh, I'm I'm always happy for the people of the global majority who are called minorities who end up um getting some sort of success in this <sighs> industry because Lord knows they do not make it easy for our brown and black asses to achieve much over in Hollywood. They do not. So, shout out to all of y'all for for doing the damn thing.
1: And one last black excellence, I'm going to give to Miss Malia Obama. Her film, uh, "The Heart," a short film, premiered at uh, Sundance. This I think it was like last weekend. Sundance mm, okay. happened. Nice. Um, so it was screened as part of the U.S. short fiction films uh it's a film about a grieving son whose mother left him an unusual request in her will when she passed and uh yeah this excites me because malia has been doing the thing as a screenwriter like mm-hmm. she worked on uh swarm the prime video oh yes. Beyonce fan yes, yes
3: yes 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 <laughs>
1: um and yeah she's been doing like a lot of writing in film and television and mm-hmm. just mind our business, keeping it low-key. Good for her.
2: Must be nice.
1: <laughs> an American princess. Must be uh, nice. And so, I'm a big fan of this. I can't wait to see how her career progresses. I think she's gonna make some dope shit.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I hope so. so.
1: Good for you, young lady.
2: Can't believe she's just grown. Both of them. Like, what? How dare y'all?
1: <laughs> I just, I leave it alone at this point. Yeah. I just saw old. Cairo. I saw Cairo, uh, Devout lincoln dean's son. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Devout's posts like maybe a week or so ago, and I was like, "Who is <laughs> this young this man? Big boy, <laughs> right? yeah, it's crazy how they grow." He's up He's picking up his baby brother out of his like high chair, mm-hmm. and like, "Where's your other shoe? gets the other shoe." Gives.
2: I'm like, "Who is that? he?" Was- <laughs> He -hmm. was just a baby. Yeah. No. Two days ago. Mm -hmm. They're about to go to college. Yeah, that's really how it goes.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. How is... Speaking of what... I mean, you don't have to answer this.
2: How's your nephew? Oh, God. He got to be half, grown. No, he is. First of all, he's he's literally 11 and a half years old, but... Jesus! I'm sorry. (laughs) No, it's crazy to me. It's crazy to me. I thank God he's short because I can still feel like...
3: (laughs) That won't
1: last. Longer. It won't.
2: I know. One day he just gonna That's shoot up, and I'm gonna coming be devastated. For
1: you, diva.
2: <laughs> but no, I I knew he was growing up because he stopped smiling in pictures. You know how black boys just stop. <laughs> At one point, black boys just stop smiling that is in so pictures. Real! <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you know they're not cute little boys no more they trying to be like the men and men don't smile in pictures so they don't smile in pictures and oh my god my heart broke yo <laughs> I was so yo! I was like hey, I've smile, never right? heard anybody say that before yeah no I almost started that crying like you're so really growing real. up puberty's around the corner he quit smiling yeah in pictures oh it makes me so that scared. is
1: I've never heard anybody point that out
2: well, it is true,
1: though. Yeah. There is a, a there is a point mm-hmm. where I feel like specifically little boys yeah. start to do an intentional like mean mug. In their yep. They start smiling and looking cute mm-hmm. because to them being like bigger, older, more yeah. mature, being a, a big boy or becoming a mm-hmm. man means serious face. Niggas don't smile. And
2: they daddies don't smile in pictures. They uncles don't smile. Every man they know don't smile in pictures. So they they see that and they adopt that same thing. Yo! Oh God, it made me so sad. Oh, my heart broke <laughs> so. Oh God, honey, <laughs> I mean it's not <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, wow. but he's you know he's growing up. He is. I I will blink and it'll be his high school graduation job. So that's disgusting. Yep, it is. The time just really flies as an adult, and it's crazy because I remember being a kid and thinking. I wish adults would stop saying that because childhood is taking the fuck forever. Like, this is taking forever. Yeah, but really now is. I, yeah, and now I'm on the adult side and I see it. You niggas grow up fast.
1: Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. I'm very thankful for the era that I grew up in, though. Oh, I wouldn't yeah, want to grow same. up in this one and I oh, wouldn't want no. to grow up in the ones before me.
2: No, I would I'm not satisfied. have wanted to grow any any time Where people in middle school or elementary school had access to phones and social media? That's not for me.
1: I don't want to do that. That's
2: not for me. I did not need... It was bad enough that we had cell phones in high school. I for sure, for sure would not have been able to deal with niggas making TikToks about me in the sixth grade.
1: (laughs) Worst case, it was like a Black Planet page. And the beef really revolved under a glittery gif. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I like one of those copy paste doll babies. Oh, yeah. The it was serious.
2: Everybody had the Boondocks glittery ass gifts on their page. And Removing don't you dare steal somebody. Top the MySpace Space like, 8. Three. That was, yes. Or
1: Facebook statuses.
2: People signing your guest book, which niggas would call licking your G spot. <laughs>
1: I'm so glad we.
2: we Since you on my bad. page, make sure you lick my G spot before you go. <laughs>
1: I don't want the chump <laughs> to know what happened. I don't know what she's talking about.
2: You know? And niggas would do it too. Niggas would would go right on your guest, and be like, just came through to show you some love with like a tongue, a glittery moving tongue or something. Disgusting. <laughs> we were lawless. That was a bad time. That was a bad, bad time. <laughs> okay,
1: um, let's do hot tops. I'm locked inside a man with foolish mm-hmm. pride. Um my song. Kia singing Electric Lady and it <sighs> may have range. It's an honor to know her.
2: It is. It is. My sister. So- and Electric a Lady doctor. is my favorite song of all time. It is my number one and has been since it came out. And so for yeah. Kia to sing it, I automatically want a full cover because you know she she doing the churchiness with it and
1: oh my god you're not
2: turning it into a gospel record. But then Janelle Monet reposted it, and I was like, oh that's it, that's <gasps> it. She did, she did. Like as soon as Kia put it out, like a few hours later, Janelle was like, you better sing. Oh, I said, oh this is too much for me. Janelle, do a show in D.C. and have Kia come. Sing with you on stage, please, so I will, can evaporate.
1: I will literally bring my coffin to the <laughs> venue and you can just put me in it after because there, I won't need anything. Yes. <laughs>
2: like, I'll bring the fucking,
1: Y'all could just kidding throw the rest me. of me
2: in there after I absolutely blow up. Yeah, I need Get it. her in the studio
1: to do some, you know, some, some, yeah. lay some vocals on a, a so just
2: work together. Be frightened. (laughs) Kia is so pretty (laughs) and so talented. It's really not fair. it just It is not not, how come Kia is smart and pretty and talented? Like you're not supposed to be able to do all three. That's not that's favor. Favor ain't fair. Yeah.
1: It's not. And I haven't accepted that. Mm You know? Yeah. I have a couple of things.
2: I do. I do. And I'm grateful for my little things. Thank Singing you, God. Singing
1: and beauty aren't, aren't those things, but I make people laugh sometimes. You
2: just gave a beautiful rendition as soon as we opened the show. Like, you sounded amazing. What are you talking about? You are absolutely a vocalist. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay. Don't believe me. Don't believe me. knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web, pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in, Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show.
1: Let's do some hotter choppers. Um, Tristan Thompson has been suspended for 25 games (laughs) without pay. (laughs) Cleveland Cavaliers NBA player has been thrown out, uh, told to go home, and you don't show up. You don't come back here until those drugs are out of your system. No. Uh, they said he's suspended for 25 games without pay uh, after violating the league's anti-drug policies. Oh, nigga. Uh, apparently, he tested positive for the substances. Ooh, girl, I can't say this. Ibu Ibutamorin? And ligandrol. I should have looked this up prior to reading it so i sounds like
2: harmonious
1: (laughs) yeah but they're apparently performance drugs yeah that help with muscle uh repairing and uh growth and what whatnot and the point is they're both banned so he should not be taking them yeah uh so reports uh say it is unclear how long he's been using these drugs wow um and I actually didn't even see any info here on how it came out. I suppose he just failed. I think they just that.
2: random I think they do random drug tests for shit like that, because they stopped testing for weed a while back. But good. So when this came out, I'm like, not Tristan Thompson taking fucking hormones to score four points a game. Not that. Yeah. The, normally when I the I girls the are morning, on the juice it, you know <laughs> something comes up that's right <laughs> so yikes
1: i believe the first the i1 says it's used to promote the secretion of human growth hormones and is prohibited mm-hmm. due to its ability to increase lean body mass and it's cheating yeah. and then the <laughs> other one what sarm lgd 4033 is a selective was that a what? and andro <laughs> Androgen? And androgen receptor modulator, another anabolic compound.
2: Oh, okay. Well, that answers all my questions. 32 <laughs> years old, this man is
1: averaging 3.8 <laughs> points and 3.9 rebounds <laughs> in 36 games. So, to your point, it was kind of giving why?
2: Why are you, you couldn't get four points a game without being on the juice? Really? Four points? <laughs> Four points a game, my curse. nigga. Oh, well, damn. I mean, 25, 25 games is a lot, especially considering that he wasn't actually playing that well anyway. <laughs> I mean, uh, Draymond Green beats niggas' asses every two weeks and gets a slap on the wrist. And so th- this is just... That's fair. I'm shocked that he got 25 games for this, but I guess, you know, the league don't play about drugs and never has. So I get it. I'm not going to be... Violence? <laughs> fine. Fine. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> That's okay. Beat up your teammates. Beat up other niggas on the court. Wives, beat up your wife. That's none of my business. Children. Baby mama. That's okay. Go for it. <laughs> However. <laughs> but cheating. Ligga with drugs, roll? Right. We're not doing that. <laughs> we're not Sweetie, doing that.
1: <laughs> we're betting on these games. <laughs>
2: And they are, and they are,
1: yeah. So, no, no. (sighs) Anyway, this is his first suspension. He is predicted to lose approximately $726,465. What?
2: Did you say $726,000?
1: $726,465 U.S. dollars.
2: There is no way in the world I'm sorry. You said 25 games. Yep. Do you mean to tell me Tristan Thompson is getting paid thirty thousand dollars a game?
1: I'm reading you to score what the four points. Told me
2: get four re- now. Four rebounds is nothing to, sn- to sniff at, but four fucking thirty thousand. 000- oh, oh wow! Genetics really played me.
1: This is on SportRack.com.
0: Wow! It shows
1: you players' fines and suspensions, including. 30. A suspension he got apparently on the 11th uh, for being ejected from a game he forfeited $2,000 for that technical file. Like it oh,
2: yeah, we, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you get, yeah. You get fined for getting ejected. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It, like, shows you your fines. It has, like, a thing here. And, yeah, you know, sure. a lot of them, like, technical fouls, two grand, mm-hmm. da, 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 whatever, them things. But this literally says <laughs> for violating the NBA's anti-drug Holy program. Holy shit. 25 games forfeited $726,425. <laughs> literally almost a million. 30 but for taking drugs that really don't do shit for you like you're not, You're not
2: doing any better, right? Like, as a player, you're not... You're not...
1: And now you don't get to play and you're missing out on a million, Sorry. almost a million dollars. And you know Chris is going to destroy you for this. <laughs> Jenner. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was like, Chris, who?
1: <laughs> like, you know...
2: Oh man. Oh man. I'm I'm having a hard time reconciling Tristan Thompson making $30,000 per game. Like that's really fuck that's really fucking with me. That is really fuck
1: cuz the girls would be like the girls at the top love to be telling you we don't have the money for it. You know?
2: There are teachers who risk their lives day in and day out trying to teach y'all snot-nosed children who are just incubators for disease and viruses who are making, with bachelor's degrees, $33,000 a year. Mm-hmm. And this nigga is getting $30,000 per game to maybe play.
1: <laughs> Your kids going down to the school, beating their asses.
2: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> I saw a clip the other day of a girl, like, a, an, I don't know. It was a clip of someone. They said it was a student macing oh. their teacher because they took
2: oh the teacher no. took her phone. Oh no!
1: Mm-mm. I'm going to jail. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going to jail. <laughs> yeah. And and like because at that point I know you have to come down to the school and get them. And when you do, <laughs> it's me and you. At that point, you like because I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Y'all are not gonna pay me pennies. Right. Talking about if a school if a shooter comes into this motherfucker, here's a bucket of rocks.
2: Right, right. Prop it up against the door. You know what I'm door, saying? Get that
1: Cardi pass. B aim, sis, because I don't know what else to tell you. And then your kids come down to the school to tase me because I told them to turn the page 34. Right. It's up. Yeah. yeah it's
2: too
1: it's much. up. It's but too Tristan's much. But Tristan is getting 30, 30 <laughs> no, grand. No,
2: that is insane to me. Again. I had to look it up because I just knew you read it wrong. I'm like, he must mean $72,000. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: I also gag when I read that. Holy I was a little surprised. Holy
2: shit. Wow. But,
1: I really don't count the athletes' money like that anyway, so I had yeah, no real no. gauge of, of and whatever. And normally, I was like,
2: they reported in like millions. It's like, oh, such and such signed a thirty million dollar contract or whatever. So you don't, you don't really break it down like per game what these niggas are making. That is an insane amount of money. Oh wow, wow, wow. Okay, well, uh, I don't even know. I don't even know what to say. Tristan Thompson is always giving dumbass. He's always he does give me like not bright. Yeah. He just and and then he tries to talk like a white girl, like he tries to talk like a Kardashian too.
3: He
1: does,
2: but you could have you never. Oh, this I don't is think my I fault. His voice. No, this is my fault. I was with niggas who were watching the Kardashians, and yeah, it was a scene he, with him and. I, don't know, I feel like I can guess which one's. <laughs> it was a scene with him and Chloe where she's basically saying, "You know, I wanted to have a family with you, and you just couldn't stop cheating on me or whatever." And he's like, "You've always been like a great girl to me." Like it's like. It's like nigga voice, but white woman tone to it. It's very, it's, it's very weird to hear him open his mouth. But then there's this Kanye undercurrent the of like, y- yes, yes. It is a lot like, it's like that weird voice that Kanye started to have. It's a lot like that. So I just, yeah, I'm not surprised that he did something stupid because he's always giving me, you know, like, I don't think things through. And so I um, do no, you went and found it. I him. hope this doesn't affect my <laughs> algorithm. I think you attempted everyone. <laughs> I really doubt At different times, I talked to Kylie
1: and, oh, God, no, and I don't
3: hear you. I know the it. stuff I want to do. And I
1: think it... Yeah, I think every time we see each other, it's been at, like, you know, family events where it's, like, in passing. And you know. I think... I told you!
2: I told you! <laughs> and Kylie deserves a
3: wow.
1: lot. Wow.
2: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't... Maybe
1: there's, like, a class Chris sends them to first. Like, an etiquette. Oh, no, that can't be it. Mm -mm. Because who, what, who's? Whose voice is that? I I don't know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's, I think, the first time I've actually heard him say anything. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's it's weird. It's weird to hear him talk, but. Oh, well, dumbass. (laughs) $30,000 a game, nigga, what? (laughs) You would see me suited up in my little bench warming outfit. <laughs> like, posed and ready every fucking night. I wonder if the
1: celebrity of it has something to do with it.
2: I doubt it. I feel like they would have done this for anybody who tested positive for two different substances. No, no. I mean, I wonder if the amount
1: of money he gets paid.
2: Oh, oh, if the oh. celebrity
1: of that has something.
2: Well, you know he, I mean? he hasn't, like always been terrible like I think he has a history of being a pretty decent player and probably still for the Cavs I don't know what the Cavs record is maybe not great but I don't know I don't know it don't it don't even matter I can't I'm stuck on this nigga making that amount of money (laughs) I'm really stuck now I want to look up if like
1: if there are athletes who get paid more money because they're famous or because they have celebrity Versus just their skill as an athlete. Oh. Because if you're like,
3: sure.
1: if you're whoever shot John Jenkins, mm. that is like, okay, but then you get in a relationship with Ariana Grande or fucking. I don't Demi Lovato whoever yeah and become like a huge thing can you then negotiate and be like well I want more money because I'm going to bring more eyes to the game mm-hmm. I'm going to put more butts in the seats because people feel like Ariana's gonna come shoot the whoop I feel. I bet you
2: that's <laughs> it nice. shoot the whoop <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely it is for sure like LeBron James is an excellent, excellent basketball player, like one of the best of all time. But he's on a two-year, $100 million contract. And that is just crazy. <laughs> that is a crazy amount of money for that nigga to be 40 years old <laughs> and still playing basketball. But but the difference is that, number one, he has a career Tristan Thompson could have never even dreamed of. Not dreams. But also, like, it's still, even though he old as shit, Still an incredible player. Like, not what he was 10 years ago or whatever, but still extremely good. So...
1: And he puts butts.
2: And he puts... Yes, when LeBron is playing, people want to be there. Yes, yes, yes.
1: He's played sports with Bugs Bunny. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, he's a celebrity.
2: Yeah. So I'm sure, you know, the big name of it all definitely adds to... You know, people want to see their stars. They want to go root for their team and see some star players. So... But oh Tristan God, Thompson God, is not God, a God, star. God, and he does, he's not even a starter for the Cavs. So I'm really confused.
1: But it's like your girlfriend don't really give a fuck about basketball like that or whatever. But you convince her to go to the game. And then she actually, she is like surprisingly more engaged and ready to go to another game. Because mm-hmm. you pointed out the fact that that's the one who um, cheated on Chloe with Jordan Woods. And she's like, oh, he plays for the... Yeah, I didn't know. And then all of a sudden, she <laughs> wants to go to another game, yeah. and she's asking you, "Who was that?" And she's googling them to see who that person slept with. I'm, anyways. Yeah, I'm. We're still talking about Tristan Thompson and basketball. First hot topic. No, we're talking
2: um, about basketball. We're not really talking yeah. about that man. <laughs> yeah,
1: because we're both sports enthusiasts and experts.
2: Um. Well, one of us is. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome.
1: Mm-hmm. You looking forward okay.
2: to, the, to the Super Bowl? Who do you think is going to be in the Super Bowl? I'm not.
1: And I'll tell you why. Okay. Um, I'm hurt for
2: my dad. Because um, the Dolphins.
1: Um, being in Miami for the holidays and seeing how the Dolphins, who do they be? Did they be Dallas? Yes. That was a funny ass game. <laughs> and I'm talking about if teeth had skin. Oh, That's that was where funny. It was. Oh, that was a like, funny ass game. <laughs> to see my father go from like stifled rage and frustration mm-hmm. to like a wave of of like relief and satisfaction mm-hmm. and peace, oh, yes. I was just like, "You really fuck with these dolphins," and I am happy to see, you know, mm-hmm. that them very barely winning this game. <laughs> has brought you some joy. So, I'm no longer, uh, you know, that invested in what's going on football-wise because not only did they get clapped the other day, uh, my father had to sit through that as well as watching Taylor Swift swag sir.
2: Oh, that was that game!
1: <laughs> in Kansas City where it was like...
2: 75 (laughs) below (laughs) Yes,
1: and i just know that that was like (sighs) a dark day for him i had to call and check yeah you know because it's like between them losing when they had like great momentum Mm -hmm. and you being a dedicated fan of the miami dolphins for as long as i can remember and them being so bad for as long as I can remember, and you sticking by their side anyway mm-hmm. shows true like dedication and and, and fandom. <laughs> yeah, and like them having to get clapped at a, I th- they got at they a Taylor Swift beat. concert. Ooh, they got they where. Not only was she swag surfing on my daddy TV, has been like created. A space for white people to now discuss the swag surf and what it is, oh, no. and write headlines about how to do it. Oh, no, and I am no, just no. like, I don't want to football anymore. <laughs> I don't. I'll watch the Usher concert because isn't mm-hmm. Usher
2: doing halftime? He is. He is.
1: Um, other than that, you know, go sports.
2: I mean that they how is how is that different from any other year?
1: <laughs> for me,
2: yeah, because all you ever do is watch the halftime. Show Not really. <laughs> Do you even watch the halftime show? <laughs> right. <laughs> it
1: depends. It depends. One, the last two. one I watched was the um, the Jay-Z producer. The one he won, like, awards for. Oh, the one with
2: Where, all the like, different J. Blige porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all them, the niggas yeah, West came out. Niggas. Yeah, that was good. That was a good one.
1: I can't remember. And then there was, like, Beyonce. Didn't Br- Bruno Mars perform
2: after her? yes that was some years that ago, was the though. year where she came out and did formation yeah yeah mm-hmm. that was oh, his right. super bowl but she you know let's <laughs> let's be real let's. <laughs> if you can call beyonce you are gonna do that so mm-hmm. i mean i think the yeah. usher i think usher show will be phenomenal mm-hmm. phenomenal
1: yeah, i think it's gonna be really
2: he good. is such a professional and i'm very much looking forward to it but i'm also looking mm-hmm. forward to the game a lot and That's who you think's playing I or think you... I think it'll be the the Ravens and the um, which is controversial because the Chiefs are very good, but I think the Ravens wanted a little more, um, and the Lions. I think the Detroit Lions are going to go to the Super Bowl for the first time since like nineteen eighty eight or something, and we'll see. We'll see. That'll be yeah. fun. Detroit versus Baltimore at the, the Super Bowl. Only, That'll be good. Really,
1: the only three teams I'm still hearing about. So I guess that makes sense. Like i only, I literally just, when I was in the gym, like an hour or so ago, I saw some niggas walking by, like a little white couple walking by and ravens. Mm. Hoodies and shit, and I think I saw some like when I went to the dispensary the other day. I saw some people at Ravens. I've seen Detroit Lions. I'm just like, I'm in LA, and I don't even know if they're playing football today.
2: Like, but That's the girl is prep because the 49ers are in it too, and <laughs> San Francisco is the closest to LA of all those any, cities. They send, I've seen the fuck girls Ravens <laughs> and
1: Lions down. I haven't seen anybody in <laughs> Chiefs stuff. I haven't seen anybody mm-hmm. 49ers though, but I have seen the girlies rocking them Detroit mm-hmm. colors and the Baltimore colors yeah. for sure. Well, what really matters is my Super
2: Bowl party, and I am...
1: <laughs> the Patty's party. On I am
2: hideous. And I am all oh, the things I have planned. Oh, God, I'm so excited. <laughs> so, but anyway. I might come. I might just... You come. should. You'll be there the week before anyway for the live show. You should just come back. It's that very next right. weekend. Yeah. You should just come back. You should
1: probably gonna be because
2: it's gonna be so fun. You have no idea. (laughs) And I will actually watch the game, but I
1: will watch it with um, annoyance and bitterness in my heart.
2: Okay, you don't have to do that. uh, I mean, my daddy go watch it
1: too. Because let's be honest, you know,
2: sports. You can go in the office with Noah and watch YouTube. (laughs) That's what she'll be doing.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, me and Noah watching fucking. What's she? I was gonna say tap time. No, Monster like High
2: or something. No, this she likes to oh, see shows. Cute. Yeah, so y'all probably would actually. Monster Barbies. Okay, yeah, I think that's what
1: but it they're is. Dolls. Monster High is like,
2: I'll be like, look, little girl, just don't touch nothing. Barbie in here. <laughs> Brett's Monster
1: Monsters High are like the girls. Okay, and then I think LOL. I think kids like,
2: LOL. oh, the LOL dolls. She used to. She got a bunch of dolls and bullshit over here. I don't know. Just whatever she tells me to buy, I do. But
1: I'm going to bring her some out there because I know I have some in boxes here. Yeah.
2: She's very, you know, it's giving tween. She's growing up for real. She's not into the baby shit no more.
1: But I have, like, cunty black dolls.
2: Perfect. Like... The fashioned up
1: doll babies.
2: Oh, like expensive. No, no, no. Don't do that. No, I might have like one. No, your place. dolls have, your dolls are wearing like real Gucci. Don't do that. Don't bring your dolls wearing their real couture. I am
1: 36 years old <coughs> and I'm not producing children. Mm-hmm. When Christmas came around, there was like, you know, I donate toys every single year. hmm um, I need to do another drive. I haven't done any one in a while, but I put a whole bunch of toys in boxes, and there were some other stuff. I came in here and was looking around at giving, and I was like, a couple of them are collector stuff,
3: mm-hmm. and
1: I was just like, oh, I don't want to give this away. But then I was like, this is just gonna sit in a box mm-hmm. in my room with all these collectibles as a grown ass man. I'm not gonna There could be a child who can play with this. Mm-hmm. And like expand their imagination, or find some sort of like. And so I like dumped maybe like five or six collectors' items in there too, because I was wow. like, oh, I don't need this shit. Um, and if I'm dying to have it, you know, maybe I'll be able to find another one. None of them are like super rare yet.
2: Yeah, you better than me because all my collectible Barbies, I tell <laughs> these kids, Noah, <laughs> no, you may not play with my damn Barbie in the box. That is why we went to Target mm. and got you some Barbies that you could play with. You're not playing with my damn Mae Jameson Barbie or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, not about my shit. <laughs> she saw the present like, Barbie in a box and was like, can I have that one too? Absolutely not. Absolutely you I may I not. Got... You already have one. <laughs>
1: I did get three President Barbies.
2: Yeah, I did too.
1: <laughs> so I got one out of the box mm-hmm. and I have one in the box and then I donated yeah. the third.
2: Yeah, we took her and her little cousin to see Barbie. So I gave them both the President Barbie and the, the Hallie Bailey Barbie.
1: Yeah, I gave away the Hallie Bailey
2: Barbie. But to. yeah, no, that President Barbie is in the box. That's for me. That's my grown-up Barbie. You play with your yeah. Barbie. Yes. <laughs> and you have the Ava Barbie. I do.
3: Yeah, that
1: can't. So
2: all my all my collectibles, though. You don't know you not. You cannot. I don't care if you want to play movies. <laughs> you better imagination, because no. <laughs> also, look at my room. Oh yeah, it is full of whimsy. there's a playhouse in there. <laughs> um,
1: Amy, R- Robock, and T.J. Holmes um still have that podcast and i suppose on a recent episode they are discussing how they're not in a good place in their relationship that they feel disconnected it sounded like actually about to cry
3: oh, um God.
1: so you know there you go with that these two famous uh for uh, losing their
3: jobs <laughs>
1: as daytime television anchors when uh, their affair uh, was discovered and reported. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were very smarmy and oh well about it and went on to uh, leave those jobs, start a podcast together. And I guess, however, I don't know if it's weekly or how how often it comes out, but... Mm-hmm. I guess I just talk about relationships and theirs and whatever the fuck this weird ass <sighs> situation is that they're in. But yeah, this latest episode is just like you know they're not good right now and they sit in silence.
3: Oh good grief! <laughs> I feel
1: very disconnected and woopty.
2: And I'm like, all right, okay, girl. I mean, you this this is optional. You know, you don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to come here and tell us about your relationship at all. You could Herbie, keep it to yourself, right? But this is the choice y'all made. And it's a choice that still confuses me to this day. I can't imagine picking a lover over my career that I worked so hard and went to school and have put years into developing. I just can't fathom that. But, you know, y'all make that decision every day. So I would stand up in it.
1: What I want to feel like, her. Like, say, I feel like whiteness is, I'm good. <laughs> like, there'll always be a door for me. Mm-hmm. And then that proximity to whiteness is like, I'm good. There'll yeah. always be a door for her. So maybe it was just very like, we're famous. You know, we've been in the game. Mm-hmm. And we can launch a podcast that'll hopefully make us some money in the interim while we try and figure out how to get real like
0: Good luck. jobs
1: that we you know the jobs that we did go to school for mm-hmm. and, and do all of this other share <laughs> but um i'm sure there are people who follow this and are like they're so candid and
2: if y'all love uh, it then i love it for you but i I'm don't sure have someone a, it's none of my business what them people are doing
1: <laughs> i read this and i was like well there you go, Sharonis so I would just take this right on over to Tyler Perry Studios <laughs> and get to writing.
2: <laughs> Literally, though, call Tyler Perry because he might have something for y'all.
1: You got something for Kelly Rowland? Did you see the? Um...
2: I tried not to. I really did. I I saw the premise and I saw like five I seconds the of premise. the trailer. Well, I saw. It I don't want. Descri- <sighs> I I know it's
1: called Mia Culpa. I know it is a Netflix movie. I know Tyler Perry did it. I know Kelly Rowland is in it with Trevante Rhodes. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to let y'all have it, you know? I imagine maybe you will finish it wondering how Kelly Rowland was able to board (laughs) a spaceship that she was ejected from or something. I don't But y'all let me know.
2: Well, Ron Rico Lee is in it. So there's a delightful surprise. (laughs) (laughs) for those of us who used to love us some Rod Rico. But yeah, I was hoping that Tyler Perry was just a producer, but he wrote and directed it, so it won't be good. Um, But I just love, I'm glad to see Black people working. That's what everybody says when Tyler Perry puts something out. Hey, at least Black people are working. Black people are working, honey. So,
3: yay! Oh my gosh,
1: Mm -hmm. I have to watch American fiction again.
2: (laughs) (laughs) For real, for real.
1: I can't believe I haven't said this already. Jeffrey Wright,
2: damn. So good. Oh, not you being nasty. (laughs) I don't know. It's something about this movie
1: that I've just been like, like, oh. I see it and I want it. I wanna be, <laughs> be your weird face dark skin wife.
2: Let me be your weird face, dark skinned wife who don't do interviews.
1: <laughs> do you have to like do do you text the Illuminati? Is there like a how is it smoke signal or mm. what do you do? Just go in the wits and wait.
2: Best of luck to you though.
1: <laughs> Uh, what else do we have? Oh, I think Tasha K is requesting a pause on this uh, Kevin Hart lawsuit.
2: (laughs) Requesting a pause.
1: I think you can do that.
2: Can you? You'd be like, don't sue me right now, sue me next year.
1: Yeah. Oh, Uh, Radar
2: Online says, according
1: to court documents, that she has asked the Superior Court judge in L.A. to issue a stay in the Kevin Hart case. He's uh, suing her for extortion or accusing her of extortion because she had like his ex assistant, I think, on oh, the show, man. like ch- you know, trying to stir up mess, and then allegedly was like, "Hey, we gonna put this interview out if you don't do to truth." And um, yeah, so then now she's got another lawsuit on her hands. Yeah, but she's saying to the courts, "Look, I filed for bankruptcy in May of last year. Everybody knows that. Um, if we could just table this until the bankruptcy shit gets uh, figured out, then you know that would be great."
2: <laughs> yeah, but, I bet um, you want to be declared legally broke before somebody else comes take <laughs> comes to take your things. I bet you do. I, yeah. I'm, mean, this girl, isn't
1: surprising. You literally
2: do it yourself. I
1: said, I said I've already said yeah. everything I, I feel about this situation. Pivot, girl. Pivot. Mm-hmm. Pivot. Leave this shit alone. You know what I mean? Don't, it's just pivot. Find. Do something else. You have to be like passionate or driven by something that isn't just telling people business. You know, mm-hmm. at least like when we come out here and we talk about people business, I'm telling you what I saw posted by somebody on else. Soup yeah. to the soup with the written by yeah. on or it's on social media. I'm not coming on here and telling you what somebody told me in mm-hmm. private or texted me in private about this person or that person or that person. A because I don't give a fuck that much. <laughs> like that? it's that, really that's
2: really important. <laughs>
1: The Like, I promise you I don't care about this shit outside of talking about it over here and making jokes and going to bed. Yeah. Like it's, it's, so it's not that serious to me. And B, I'm not interested in drawing no attention to this fucking podcast by way of just... The law? Telling people's business. <laughs> <visit>. Well, not...
2: <laughs> Oh, you mean like getting people to listen by being scandalous, okay? I was like, yeah, yeah. I also don't, don't want to attract the attention That's of, not the point No, attorneys. Not at show, all, not at you know? all. This entertaining. The point entertaining. is our opinions on right. whatever is going on, but we're not breaking the news. Like, almost never, so. It,
1: we're not interested in that.
2: No, not at all, because journalism is a responsibility, and I like not having a lot of responsibilities. I like that a lot, so. I'm going to stay in my lane. That's what Tasha K hasn't figured out how to do. How come you're not entertaining enough on your own without making shit up about people or breaking the law in order to do it? How come?
1: Just find some, like, another...
2: Yeah, get a job. Get a job. Go to school and get a job.
1: You already have the platform. You can find ways to use it that aren't going to consistently get you in trouble in in the court. Uh, You have to be.
2: Maybe. Maybe you can. Good (laughs) luck. Um, I think
1: we can't because I don't have, I remembered about Luke Pay fiasco. Apparently he and Kid Cudi had a back and forth. This oh, week. I think really I silly.
2: did hear about that. What on earth about?
1: <laughs> so Kid Cuddy went on the Zane Lowe show. Oh, okay. And he told a story where he was working at Bape store in New York City at one point and Lupe came in and was shopping and then he went and like he would go in the back and like hide from rappers <laughs> when they came into the store Because <laughs> I guess his anxiety told him if you make it and you get famous one day you gonna want niggas to be saying yo I'm used to so- sell me clothes at the Bape store. Who the fuck New is
2: York gonna City. remember you from the Bape store? Them niggas be high as hell anyway. You think they're gonna remember the nigga who rang up they jacket? What? Okay.
1: Lupe Fiasco came up, and he was like, to this day, Lupe hates me, so I feel like I was right, or blah, blah, blah. Okay. Lupe comes to Twitter and said, Kid Cudi's a bitch, and continues to be a bitch. And like he literally used the word bitch like eight times. What on Ain't that? nobody finna bring up, he used to work at the vape store to diss his bitch ass for having a regular job before he was a famous bitch with a cool job.
2: Okay. Okay. Well...
1: He claims that Kid Cudi called him a thief in public once and, like, never—he tried to duck the conversation. He never wanted to, you know, clear it up, squash it, whatever. And then later, Kid Cudi tweeted a paragraph about how they spoke, and they're good now, he took a poli- accountability for,
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know, the things he should have done differently and apologized, and he's glad that they're good. So, whatever it was, okay. seemed to quickly uh, get resolved, and the niggas are going back to mind their business. Okay.
2: okay. Yeah. All right. Weird. Uh,
1: Let me see. Oh, I'm good. So... <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? Yeah, <laughs> I was talk about this restraining restraining order from Doja Cat's mom, but I don't really have
2: anything to say about that yet. Did you hear about this? I did not. She got a restraining order against Doja Cat? No, no, oh. against Doja's brother. Oh yikes. Oh. She claims <gasps> oh, that Oh shit. I just found
1: He's you. been abusive um and that he actually I guess he physically assaulted uh, Doja at one point and allegedly knocked her teeth out oh, or something wow. like that. Um, mm-hmm. That just hit socials like, I want to say, it's like two. It's been on the internet for a while. And some people were following it, the, the brother mm-hmm. um, in the street somewhere asking him about it and he denied it. Uh, so, you know, she hasn't said anything, Doja herself, uh, but since a judge has reportedly granted, uh, Sawyer, Deborah Elizabeth Sawyer is the mom, Mm -hmm. granted her court-ordered protection pending a hearing for a permanent restraining order, so... There's not Yikes. a lot of information or clarity around this right now, which makes sense to me because mm-hmm. it's obviously really sensitive and unfortunate. But I don't I, I don't know what's going on yet. Yikes. Like I said, yeah. but and stuff in the court, he's given, oh, I don't know what she's talking about. I never, you know, hmm. whatever. He was I don't know.
2: Well, don't know. uh yeah, I don't know nothing about that, but this also says that The mama has had a restraining order against the brother before, but it expired. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. yikes, if that is true. But, mm, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Good luck. Yeah. It was a shit situation.
1: It is a shit situation. To have to
2: put a restraining order against your own child, like, that sounds... Oof, 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 oof. There's
1: not enough information in this for me to say. To, and I'm not going to start. As, as as yeah, start. I'm not
2: going <laughs> to. We're not going to go down the Tasha K road here. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be sensitive <laughs> to people. Yeah, this is not, this is might, not no light topic. You know, this is really Right. Yeah. I don't want to
1: <laughs> trigger anybody or make anybody upset. Also, I don't know anything about these
2: people. Yeah, we don't have enough information to, about this to not really get into it. Right.
1: To really talk about it. But, and Doja hates being famous. <laughs> like, I don't I bet she feel like being in the news. she's yeah. right going to come forward and be like, well, here's what happened, guys, either. So, yeah. I don't know, man. You might hear more, you might not. But if it is a thing, you know, God bless these ladies. Um, It, yeah, I hate that this is a thing. Yeah. For people and like, what's with the putting hands? Anyways, okay, that's it for that. Because again, I could like get into it, <laughs> but right, yeah. If more it. comes out, that we can talk about it more in. Uh, it, extensively, but people know how we feel about um, abuse and abusive yeah. men and things of that
2: nature. They so. do. We have made that very clear. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a quick break and then come back.
1: I was going to do the sports shorts, but we for already talked what? about
2: For what? For what? For
1: that Dolphins Kansas City. Because oh. I forgot to do it the week that it happened. Okay.
2: All right. Well, I mean, you could talk about the games that just happened this has weekend no i
1: really just wanted to speak up for my dad For the, okay, i yeah, passionately yeah. about taylor trolling him <laughs> i think that she personally requested to do this <laughs> because she <laughs> to knew piss off
2: your dad, dad yeah. yeah she knew okay yes she it sounds it sounds uh extremely <laughs> probable and likely
1: okay break time pretty quickly and I also appreciate that it's easy to use because uh, you know this aging brain of mine in technology wears part in ways which makes me sad but that's a different conversation amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast see why 4 out of 5 employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free ZipRecruiter.com slash The Read again that's ZipRecruiter.com slash The Read ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now let's get back to show so listen guys the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection Black Stories Black Truths." I've been running my mouth about it for a while now black representation in media is incredibly important and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment so amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important Black Stories Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR each of NPR's black voices are distinct Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmerder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be. About us, without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR. Wherever you get podcasts. Okay, folks, we're back to the pod mm-hmm. to the show. I don't, I don't like when people say pod. Really, I don't know why it like doesn't sit with me. I don't hate it.
2: I don't but, like, like potting or potter. Those feel really weird. Ooh, to Ooh, those are <laughs> way worse. Yeah. <laughs> but i don't pot, think
1: i've heard potter I've I, heard I think
2: we just say show i just call it a show
1: i think i mostly say show our podcast yeah
2: okay. okay well we're back well, <laughs> anyway
1: time for your net, your your mess
2: yes it is send your questions to ask the read at gmail.com it may be uh read aloud on the show we have a quick question here from gracie who wants to know if you've ever heard of or played omori o-m-o-r-i no
1: I it's been out on pc for a while
2: but it's now on the switch
1: and yes i'm gonna download that i have not but i i'm familiar
2: okay well gracie says you know just so you know there is some disturbing subject matter in the storyline towards the end of the game okay well as long as you know but yeah i don't suggest good, you it. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> she put it and was like I think maybe you could kind of handle the storyline but not the images and I'm like as long as you know as long as you know so when I finish it okay I'll let you know you let me know and because don't I don't try to I set me up like you did last I'm
1: time. not going to do that I really don't especially not when it comes with gangs cuz I want you to play them <laughs> <laughs> so like <laughs> that's why that one time I put I put the clip of the scared game cuz I obviously knew that you would look at this and be like this is scary you Play theater. too
2: much right
1: like i would never <laughs> trick you to and like actually try to frighten you yeah um okay. but yeah i'll let you know how this goes because i don't know much about the story itself but i know that it revolves around like emotions and mental health topics that might be interesting to you but if it's too much i'll just tell you it's too much
2: emotions make you cry sometimes okay
1: i imagine it might be a little i don't know no worries. Either creepy or violent or all both. Right.
2: Our <laughs> next letter comes from Carissa, who says, I'm a 30 year old woman. It all. <laughs> Not Clarissa, nigga. <laughs> I know, but it was
3: close.
2: <laughs> I'm a 30 year old woman who's been in a year long relationship with a 35 year old man, and I need to know if I'm being dumb. Wait, wait. How old? She's 30, he's 35. They've been together for oh. a year. Yeah. Okay. I have a really good job making over six figures a year, and I own my own home, Mm -hmm. while my boyfriend has not had a consistent job since we started dating. Okay. He works in the film industry, and as you know, they were on strike the majority of the last year. He's worked on some independent films, but nothing bringing in income consistently. He has hopes of breaking into television writing. Oh, I thought this was about to veer into... Kid Fury, do you think you could help my man? (laughs) Anyway, that's not where it's going.
1: I wish it would have. I, like... (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That would have been an incredible experience.
2: Oh, man. He has hopes of breaking into television writing. And I've read some of his work. And it's very good. And as you both know, as creatives, breaking in the field, it is all about getting the right opportunity. This is a setup to ask you for a favor. But... (laughs)
3: It's
2: not, it's not. It's not. It's not. Really? Okay. Oh, I've seen him applying for jobs consistently, both inside and outside of the in- industry, with no response or rejection letter after rejection letter. It wasn't a big deal until a few months ago because he never asked me for money or to buy him anything. He had a solid savings that is almost run through at this point and does odd jobs to get by. In September, he abruptly told me that his roommate got a job out of the city. And since they were on a month-to-month lease, the roommate was going to end the lease. So my boyfriend asked to stay for me, for, stay with me for a while. However, he literally told me the same day that he and his roommate moved out, which really made me upset.
1: Oh, so he needed to come over now.
2: <laughs> right, because he knew this was coming and said nothing and then forced me to choose between leaving him on the street <laughs> or being the bad guy with no opportunity to think about it. It's going on four months since he moved in. And I'm somewhere between frustrated and feeling sorry for him. I never imagined a man moving in with me and me paying all the bills. Money has never really mattered to me with a partner as long as they could support themselves. And I do understand that I have a high income and everybody will not make the same amount that I do. While I don't mind having him around, he does all the cooking and cleaning, buying the groceries, and he's overall great company. I can't act Uh like him not bringing in an income doesn't bother me. He checks every box on my list besides the income. My family loves him, and this is the healthiest relationship I've ever been in. So my question to you is, should I give him more time to get a job and just be patient? Should I set a deadline? What would you do if you were in this situation? Thanks. Love the show. Carissa.
1: All right, Carissa. Sorry, I just purchased Amore. Um... Man, okay, so <laughs> I'd give him a shot.
2: Mm, yeah.
1: I mean, I have obviously a different perspective than Carissa on the his career.
2: Taking care of Maybe. niggas. Oh She doesn't <laughs> I thought you was gonna say I don't mind taking care of niggas. <laughs> that
3: was not what I was <laughs>
1: I don't even think that we do, because she seems to be pretty understanding of his situation, Mm -hmm. work-wise. Okay, the thing about it, right, is he checks off all of these other boxes.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: If it was like, eh, you know, like he's cool. My family is like, whatever about him. The dick is made. Uh, <laughs> right. Or whatever. Then I'll just be like, girl, just break up with him and wish him well. Y'all been together for a year. <laughs> you know, like it's. But if you're really satisfied and you feel good in the relationship, he says the healthiest relationship you've ever been in, you're 30. Well, oh, you have more time. <laughs> For a healthy relationship, yeah, so. you do, you do, you do. <laughs> um, but I just, here's the thing, right? To me personally, I don't think I would mind the situation if it came with boundaries day one. Like, understood mm-hmm. boundaries and a timeline day one. Like, I don't really give a fuck who you are. You're not going to move in with me and not be paying rent without, like, an <laughs> exit strategy.
2: Okay, there's that.
1: Unless you're, like, my baby cousin or, you know, somebody mm-hmm. like that where it's just like, yeah, of course, I mean, we'll figure it out. Um, a grown titty man. Mm-hmm. I we have to come up with an idea of what this is going to look like. Uh, But I don't think I would have a problem if I feel really, if I enjoy your company, if, you know, the sex is great, I'm attracted to you, I feel inspired by you in one way or the next. Mm. My family, like, if all of these other things are great, I don't think I would have a problem with giving it a shot for, like, let's say a year. I don't know, whatever you, but Mm. that's, me yeah right Mm -hmm. and that's like oh this situation is great blah 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 I don't know that I would feel that way after one year but if you do I don't see anything right away wrong with that unless this is something that is going to affect your perspective on the relationship your tone within the relationship mm-hmm. your attitude within the relationship <laughs> if this nigga moving in with you regardless of the fact that he you know cooks and you know grocery shops and like tries to be helpful at least and whatever if you feel like you've about to like look at the relationship differently or him if you feel like if you can expect that you might start feeling resentment towards him or something like mm. that, then I would just say, fuck it, to be honest with you. Like, <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> if I know that it's like, oh, that's not really going to be no big deal for me and I fuck with this thing I'm not, you know I am mean, Like, I'm going to hold him down for X, Y, and Z amount of time and then we'll see what happens, then cool. But if it's a thing where you just feel like it's going to affect the relationship in a negative way or the way you look at him, which it kind of sounds, mm-hmm. is the case to me. Uh, then I would just wish that nigga well in all his endeavors and gone by my business, because yeah. then what's the point?
2: Yeah, this is this is hard for me because, like, I understand. Partnerships are not about money and it sounds like this is a great they man, be. right, they are. right, right. Like a healthy partnership. We all need money to survive in this world, but, you know, we need people who are kind to us and treat us right and, you know, mm-hmm. contribute to the household. You said he does all the cooking and the cleaning. That's big. <laughs> That's huge.
1: It's, <clears throat> it's, it's epic.
2: But it's just something about a woman taking care of a man that don't sit right with me. And I know, I know, I know y'all have feelings. I know y'all do. And I'm, I'm not saying that y'all are wrong, at all like, I, <laughs> I get that this might be you know just me being I don't know if it's old-fashioned or what but it's just something about conditioned or, or yes condition is a great word it's something about a woman taking care of a man that just oh it just brings the Tyler Perry out of me like <laughs> a man who do not work do not eat that's in the word that's what it said like it just and let's rewind to a flag that might be red. Okay. He asked you to move in the day the that day he now, became see, without a home. That would have really pissed me off. That would have really pissed me off. You had all this time. You knew that your roommate was leaving, taking a job out that's of town not or whatever. You like you to spring this on me, knowing I'm finna be the bitch if I'm like, okay, well, let me know where you set up your tent. Like that's fucked up, right? Like I'm fucked up if I do that. But you were fucked up for waiting until the day you got kicked out, the day you had to go somewhere to tell me, oh, I don't have nowhere to live. And y'all have been together for a year. He has not worked consistently since y'all have been together. And like you said, they were on strike most of the year. This is a hard business. If he's dedicated to working in film and TV, he's going to get a lot of rejections. It is going to be hard. It sucks. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you can... Work on something really great and put y'all into it, and it gets canceled. Like the shit happens all the time. So, by being with somebody who w- wants to be in this industry, I think you have to accept that the inconsistent income is part of it. Yeah, like I, it would be a it would be a hard pill for me to swallow. <laughs> Personally, I'm just being honest about that. But that also, you know, I'm by myself. So, you know, you got a man. I don't. So you... Same, sis. The the way you have it laid out, the things you said, you know, cooking, cleaning, buying the groceries. I mean, with your money, but he does the grocery shopping. <laughs> That's good. Your family likes him. That's good. If you have enough money... That's great. Yeah. Your family
1: likes this nigga that is buying groceries you're paying for? <laughs> you know-
2: that says something. The that fact that he something. does the grocery, he don't just Instacart. He goes to the store and picks up the groceries and brings she them back that. home. he That's true. She did not say that he actually that. goes to do it. But the point being, <laughs> this sounds like a good partner who maybe mm. will never work consistently and never be like a perfect cog of capitalism and and produce and bringing all this income. And maybe you don't need that. Like, maybe that's okay. I feel like it happens all the time the other way around where the man has this super high-paying job and the woman is like, oh, I just do arts. (laughs) I just, you know, I throw clay every now and then and I sell some sometimes at the PTA meetings and I make uh, $400 a month and it's fine. So I think, I don't, I don't think you need to, you know, set deadlines or be like, hey, such and such needs to happen by then. Or, you know, I'm gonna give you more, some more time to get a job because the industry is not set up unless you are like at the very top for you to be consistently working like that anyway. So I think if you really care about this man, you think you can build a future with him or whatever, you're going to have to get to a place of accepting that he's not going to be a high earner. Like, I think you need to Accept that as reality before investing further in this relationship. And if you can't, then like if Fury said, it's probably best to just let it go. I big lied. What, what you would mean? Not do this. <laughs> what? No, I just sat here and tried to speak against.
1: <laughs> no, I don't. I'm not <laughs> I'm taking so back anything inside. that I said. <laughs> I'm not taking back anything that I said. You know what I'm saying? I still feel like if it's something that you're just like, oh yeah, that don't that ain't shit. You know what I mean? I don't mind it. Then I would go for it. I'm just saying, like, more that I think about how much I like my own space.
2: Oh yeah, I after don't want a you in my year, home. I don't want you in my home. <laughs>
1: after a year, I don't know if I would be ready to like move in with the, a nigga that I'm also financially supporting.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like I like I said, I feel like yeah. I I might be the other side of it Mm -hmm. where I might just end up coming home after I'm being like this nigga is still here (laughs) and I paid for this steak
2: yeah and you're (laughs) always home you're always here like there's never a time when you're not here because you don't have a job that would get on my nerves so bad like why are you always in my home
1: (laughs) yeah I think I yeah
2: but you know maybe it's different when you like the person (laughs) maybe that's what I'm saying it's like I have to
1: I haven't even, like, I haven't been in a relationship in so long yeah, same. <laughs> that I'm I'm thinking, like, maybe if I was, like, really, really, like, like, I really, really like you or if I'm in love, maybe I would. Maybe I wouldn't mind right? being around you constantly. And then also considering what this person does, mm-hmm. it might be a thing where, like, at least you're coming home. I know you finna cook. And then you're probably going to be writing. And I'm gonna be like, oh well, let me start writing too. You know, I don't know, mm-hmm. like, oh
2: yeah, but that's fast. because
1: I do this. Dude, I right. don't know what Carissa does. She got you know, Carissa could come home and not give a fuck about your new <laughs> camera lens or right. whatever. So yeah, just by virtue, like I'm thinking about it again. I'm like, <laughs> girl, you love your own space. Like you, you oh, really yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. love. And I don't know if a year is would be me being so attached to someone that they then mm-hmm. are in that space every day and not paying to be in it i think it might get old fast but yeah I, i'm really not sure like i said i haven't been in love in a while
2: i think the fact that he checks every box but the income one the income is not the most important thing to me it's not just by not far. It, not by far
1: is but, a huge, huge uh, mm-hmm. part of the the rate of divorce, especially in this country. <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean it. It ends up mattering a lot um, in these marriages, and that's. But sort he's of not thing. doing nothing. He's not and, unmotivated. Right, you know, he ha- he does odd jobs. Just a fucked industry. And right, it, it is a it is a rough industry to be passionate about. It's a rough industry to want to be in because it's just not that easy to be like, oh well, here I am. Working but on as a movie. You touched on. <laughs> he
1: might go somewhere next week and meet Quinta Brunson or meet Lena yep, Waithe. you never know. Or somebody, and then be like, "Oh wow!" And then in three months, this nigga, you know, is mm-hmm. a millionaire. You, it's it's right. It's
2: like that, right?
1: It's really weird and unpredictable. You said all of the
2: things. Girl. And would you be mad if you saw him with somebody else, even if he was still broke? It sounds like you would That's be. another thing to keep in the fucking He sounds life. like a good boyfriend. <laughs> so I, I don't want to tell you that you should break up with this man or be like, you have until April to get a job. I think you need to ex- either accept him for this inconsistent income lifestyle that he is going to have. And if mm. you cannot accept that, then you probably should let it go. Because it sounds like the resentment is building. Mm. Yeah, you're getting annoyed. <laughs> and eventually you're going to come home excited about something. You're like, mm, did I pay for that too? And then it's going to be. Oh. <laughs> oh, you're so excited. Oh, a camera lens. And how much is Must that cost be so me? great
1: to have an imagination for a career. <laughs> mm, what would you think about today? Like, Yeah, this, giving that, girl. Just hang it up. and find something steady
2: what did you think about today
1: (laughs) (laughs) but you know it you know it especially as because I can talk my shit I'm a nigga (laughs) you feel me like with women
2: it's got I'm sure it's different oh man oh oh okay woof um best of luck Carissa woof this would that would be rough for me it would but hopefully i, I think you should give him a shot i Niggas like to, yeah falling out of the sky <laughs> i like to believe that if i was really in love with somebody you know as long as between the two of us we can make it work then that would be good enough for me um but yeah let us know how it goes please oh boy um do we have time for one more or do we
1: up have... to you honey my read's not
2: long. <laughs> Uh, let's, let's zoom through this one. It's from Abby who says, Four years ago, I decided to jump back into the dating pool after dealing with an incredibly emotionally and physically abusive partner. After years of therapy and taking care of myself, I was excited to get back into it. I live in the States, but I met someone through Instagram who lives in Sydney, Australia. <coughs> Owen and I chatted on and off for six months before I decided to fly it? out and it's see him in person. <laughs> no, it's really in here. <laughs> yeah,
1: okay, okay.
2: And I thought about doing the whole letter, but then I said, "Girl, chill out."
1: <clears throat> you should go visit one time.
2: I should. Oh no, Mm-mm. they got like killer kangaroos and shit over there. They got big ass bugs and that they
0: type do have of large shit. Bugs. They got
2: scary. They got scary shit. So, but yeah. anyway, anyway um after that we'd fly back and forth to see each other and I spent the entirety of 2022 living with him in Sydney things are fantastic and I truly feel like I found my person here's the issue when Owen and I first started dating I made it clear to him that I do not want to ever get married at least not in the official way I've never been a fan of proposals I don't like the whole process of a wedding I don't like how much money people spend on it (laughs) etc
1: I love this person.
2: (laughs) I told him, this does not mean that I don't believe in monogamy because I do. I just don't ever want to go through all the traditions and trials of the marriage and proposal process. He, however, expressed that he loves it, but I thought that we came to the agreement that we would never do this. Next (laughs) Next week, Owen and I are going on a big trip together to Athens. As I was going through my email to find our reservation info, I remembered that we set the reservations using his email. So I went to his <clears throat> to find it since our accounts are logged in on the same browser. When I typed reserve in the search, oh, sure. <laughs> I saw an email from Costco about a reserved pickup, and it caught my attention because the dollar amount was huge. My and nosy Costco. ass clicked on it and I saw that it was a diamond engagement ring, and my heart at fell Co- out of my ass. Okay. You can get engagement rings at Costco. I know yes, you, you can get
1: anything at Costco. Yes, you
2: can. <clears throat> I know I should be excited for something like this. However, I told him that I do not want to be proposed to or get married. I love Owen with all my heart and soul. He's supportive of me. My family loves him. And we challenge each other in all the best ways. So while I do not want to break up with him, I'm trying to figure out what to do about this discovery. I'm assuming he's going to try and propose on this trip or at least sometime soon. And I do not know what to do. Do I tell him that I know and potentially break his heart by telling him I don't want to accept an engagement? Do I just accept the proposal when it happens and hopefully see if I can talk him out of marriage further down the road? I am truly at a loss. Please help Abby. They sound like white people. Well, I mean, I Australia. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, it might be. Yeah, maybe might be he's white.
1: Um, I don't know about Abby, though. And I like to think that they're going on a trip to Athens, Georgia.
2: You know, good and damn well it makes they are so not going to no fucking Athens, God. Georgia. What the fuck? <laughs> uh,
1: you know better than that. The moment hmm. you said it, um, this is this is something.
3: Hmm.
1: Uh, I'm a bit. I think I kind of. Paused in confusion and then got lost on the trail when you said, okay. <laughs> When you said, I, I, what did you say? I was under the, I assumed that we, you know, both. I thought
2: we both came to an understanding that we would never yeah. do this. Yes.
1: I'm like, Why'd you think
2: that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you
1: literally just said, I don't ever want to do this. I hate marriage and shit, and he loves it. So I thought we were in agreement. Yeah. But wait. Why? <laughs> like right. you, you, maybe you missed a, a bit in the story there, because I don't know how you... Nope,
2: that's what happened.
1: <laughs> ...arrived to that. No, not you reading it. Oh. I'm saying maybe <laughs> Abby...
3: You left, left out. ...left <laughs>
1: out Like, was he like, oh my gosh, I love marriage and the traditions and the money and all that, but you got it. Like, what, how did you... Yeah, how did you... ...assume that?
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, Regardless... Um, you know, assuming your conversations about marriage, you stood your ground and made it incredibly plain and clear Mm -hmm. that you are not interested and you will not be interested in being married, regardless of how you feel about the person. So help you God. Um, at that point, (laughs) Owen's decisions are Owen's decisions. I don't know that I, I'm not a Snoopy. You know, it's no shade to the Snoopies because I've been a Snoopy in my younger days. But now I'm just like, first of all, if it's some shit, I'm going to find out about it. I don't have to like go searching too hard. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm going to find out. It's I, But anyway, as far as this goes, like, I don't know that you then go and be like, well, I was going through the emails and I looked at whoop to whoop. And then I saw that you bought an engagement ring because. Mm-hmm. You don't know the C. like I said. Yeah, I would wait. I would chill.
2: I doubt it's for someone go on else. This trip. But love that. Yes. Love that. I
1: highly doubt it's actually <laughs> for someone.
2: Else. That would be hilarious. And she's like, "Actually, sure. nothing ever came of it. I don't know where that ring went." Girl, now we have to get an update. That's for his other family. That's for the mother of his children that you don't know nothing about. <laughs> Maybe it's to
1: replace the 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 ring. That his mom passed on to uh, his sister, that she then lost, and so it's a gift for his he sister. Was like he got it for his sister because she lost the one it looks like that their mom gave her.
2: Why wouldn't the sister's husband do that?
1: I think that I just like made you tried. something up. Yeah, might have been in like a Sandra Bullock movie or something. Mm, okay. I don't even think that's true. Well... Yeah, no, it's super for you. I think that I would just, um, I'd probably, because she said that uh, she feels like this proposal is going to happen on the Athens trip. I'd go to Athens, I'd wait and see what happens, um, and when that ring comes out and he proposes, I would say no. (laughs) Oh. I mean, because, like, like I said, I'm not going to go and be like, I looked at the emails and I saw you bought a ring and I told your ass I don't want to get married or mm-hmm. whatever because that just doesn't feel right to me. I mean, I guess you could. I don't know that there's anything super wrong with it, but um, yeah, I think I would just wait, try to enjoy the trip. If he proposes to me, I would be like, Owen, I love you. Or yeah, assuming you love this person. I'm um, I And you know madly in love with you and super want to be with you until we're dust Mm -hmm. but i'm not interested in um being contractually connected to you like i don't wanna uh, i don't want our relationship to be like a legally binding Mm -hmm. uh business like can't we just be together you know Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what I would say. But how do you know he doesn't? Maybe he doesn't want to get married. Maybe he just wants you to have a ring. Like it might be a symbol of
2: not every ring is like we
3: get married now. (laughs)
2: Yeah, it could just be like a token of his commitment to you or something like that. And probably not, but I mean, probably not. I I, so y'all have been together for four years. Y'all had this, you had this conversation about not wanting to get married in the first two years of your relationship. It's probably not something that comes up a lot. It's probably not like every month you're like, just so you know, don't ever propose to me. Like, you know. Yeah. It's very possible that it's just time for y'all to have another conversation about where this relationship is going. Um, And so maybe, ooh, I don't know. This is would you, hard. Or would you just bring it up? I think... I think I would try to bring it up without letting on that I had seen the email, but I don't know how you would Mm. do that because it's like, oh, I don't know where all of a sudden you're talking about. I was just
1: thinking that, too, when you said it. I was like, is there a a way? Is there a way
2: to do that? I don't know. Say it
1: again without making it.
2: Yeah. But y'all have been together for four years. You said you don't want to break up with this man. You really love him. Like you. It's not an issue of like not being monogamous. You would have no issue being together forever. You just don't want to get married. Okay, so. Which is fair, by the way. It is. It's very fair. It's possible that he has either forgotten that or...
1: Like, oh, she's trying to turn We've been together for four years. Right,
2: right. I just... Yeah. So if you can find a way to bring it up beforehand and say, you know, I really love you. I care about you. I want to talk about, you know, this relationship and where we see ourselves long term so that y'all can have that conversation, kind of temper expectations beforehand.
3: Or
1: what you just said was, like, the top of that and then just be like, I'm so glad that you, like, see me and accept the fact that I don't want to get married and that we can just, like, still be happy. We've been happy together for four Mm -hmm. years. And, like, I just always assume that, you know...
2: I, I wouldn't meet a guy who would get that, or like I don't know, like, I yeah, would just be in there, saucing some shit up, like. <laughs> laying it on thick. I just thank God I met a man who understands that, like I can be with him forever without being <laughs> his wife, and yeah, you could, you definitely could, but so. Do you just accept the proposal when it happens and then see if you can talk him out of it later on? Absolutely not. Don't don't do that. <laughs> that is oh, yeah. the wrong that is the wrong thing to do. But I also Always would wrong. not I would not want him to face the embarrassment of a no, especially if I do want to spend my life with this man. That's why That's I would try to have the conversation before the proposal happens. And I mean, y'all have been together for 4 years. It's perfectly natural to be like Hey, let's talk about like you know. I like you a lot. I think you like me a lot. What are we doing here? Like, what are we gonna do? Yeah. So it's it's. I think it's a conversation that y'all should for sure have. But I would try to minimize his embarrassment and my discomfort because I don't like. You could just be, you know, think you thinking you in Athens to eat whatever Greek people eat and yogurt, and you just like you just (laughs) there to have you a a good time and. You know, all of a sudden he like, go put on one of them Instagram dresses and, and propose to you with like the pictures and your dresses billowing all in the wind and shit. And you want the exact opposite of all that.
1: Oh, yeah. I didn't even consider like the environment set up. That is yeah.
2: Set up. Yeah. Because uh, if you already don't want to be proposed to for somebody to make a big show out of it, your stomach would be in knots like, oh, God, this, this, this is the worst. This is the worst. Don't let it be in public. He don't right. like,
1: try and. Do some big old shit at a
2: mm-hmm. resort
1: or a fucking beach club. Yeah. it be in public and you're going to be like,
2: mm, yeah, <laughs> and then right. say no later. But maybe Owen does remember the conversation y'all had and maybe y'all are just going to be eating pretzels on the street or something. And he's going to be like, would you like to be my domestic life partner <laughs> and give you the ring? And does that really count as a proposal? You know, he doesn't have to get on one knee. It doesn't have to be some big showy thing. But I would accept the ring if he wanted to give me a ring as like a token of his commitment to me. I fully would accept it. Fully would accept it. I can wear a ring and not get married. Right. Absolutely. It doesn't have to be some big thing where y'all spend a bunch of money and go into debt and all that. But I hope I hope you can have the find a way to have the conversation with with an
1: understanding. An understanding. (laughs) that. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
2: <laughs> understand a ring. I love that. It's an understand a ring. It's an understand a ring. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Cause we see each other. So yeah. uh yeah, try to have that conversation, Abby. Um and yeah, maybe you are, you know, being being nosy, trying to find the reservations and shit and ruining this man's <laughs> very low key surprise that he was going to have for you like it might be the perfect non-proposal that you could have ever dreamed of and he'd been talking to your family about it for weeks and all that you just don't know so uh but good luck I hope the both of you uh email us back and let us know how these conversations go with your boyfriends husbands maybe fiancés let us know what you decide to do that's going to wrap up I the letters Roger. for <laughs> this have fun in Ohio <laughs> um, again send your letters to asktheread at gmail.com we'll be right back
1: hey guys May is mental health awareness month and talk space leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable cathartic exhausting or exhilarating personally I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time <laughs> but If you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of the READ $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash READ to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash READ to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E C E eighty zero go get some help talk some stuff out let's get back to the show
0: the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70 yard field goal it probably won't go well So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
1: Okay, folks, we're back. It's time for the read now.
2: Yes, it is. I don't really have one. Me neither. Well, mm -mm. what's yours? Okay.
1: (laughs) I was just going to say, I saw the Mean Girls musical film okay a couple weeks ago. I guess I... the week it came out. Mm-hmm. Um I really, 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 really enjoyed it. I truly did. Um I thought <laughs> pretty much everyone uh did their roles justice. Um as I said Jaquel Spike who plays Damien the gay guy. Mm. Ate oh yes yes dinner, lunch, so breakfast. So like he, I, I'm sorry he just Ble- blew the original out the water for me for me and i was concerned i was like god i hope they do not make this gay black guy like lame or give him a horrible job like i just uh, yeah he was fantastic my boo renee rap was fantastic it was so great and i actually really enjoy the mean girls musical and a lot of the music from that uh play um, so I was looking forward to it and I really enjoyed what they turned out. The one thing I feel like I may have had as a critique was that
3: <clears throat>
1: like half the music from the musicals gone. Yeah. And they changed a lot of the music, the tone of it to feel more like pop charts, like not. Big Broadway music. I don't know. Like,
2: yeah.
1: So a lot of it felt more like morphed for today. They also didn't really promote it as a musical Mm. that much. Like, the first trailer, a lot of people just Mm. assumed it was a Mean Girls remake, full stop the end.
2: I mean, she's singing. She thinks that my name is Regina Jones.
1: Yeah, but that part wasn't in the original trailer. I don't oh, even know if it's in the okay. second one. Oh, I mean, that's the one I saw, but it might not be the original one. Yeah, I think that trailer came out closer to the date. Okay. Um, But still, plenty of people went to the theaters and were, like, disappointed because they weren't expecting a musical. Yeah. So it just feel like... That's why I don't know that mine is really a read as much as it is like we're doing a lot of these film adaptations of of stage musicals, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it also feels like the girls at the top are like, we want the money because capitalism, but also we hate musicals, so let's not let people know this is a mu- Ooh, like I don't it's yeah, I don't it feel like feels like if you're gonna make a musical movie, stand on that shit like people will still go. If they don't want to watch a musical, they just won't. Mm. Don't y'all remember when you embarrassed La La Land and had them come on that goddamn stage only for (laughs) you to tell them to get the fuck off? (laughs) Like, people... yeah. So it was kind of confusing to me because I feel like... I think it's done well in terms of, like, numbers, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, But it... I feel like the reception of it could have been a little bit more consistent from my perspective Mm. if they would have just stood ten toes on the fact that this is a musical film. Right. uh, Especially since you have (laughs) a lot of musical talent within the film. Yeah. They didn't just stack this one up with a whole bunch of celebrities and try to teach them how to sing. These bitches can sing. <laughs> like A right. lot of them are, actually have Broadway careers or have had Broadway yeah. careers. Um, so, yeah, that wasn't really, like, a read, I don't feel like. But I was just like, I really got to enjoy the f- the film. And I feel like a lot of people either were a little disappointed because... They weren't expecting a musical and didn't want one. Mm -hmm. Or they were expecting a musical, but it wasn't giving musical because the people didn't want it to be a (laughs) full-fledged musical. Oh yeah. So they changed all of these songs. Like for me, listen to the song, go to the Mean Girls soundtrack on Apple, whatever you listen to, Uh listen to the song Someone Gets Hurt, sung by Renee Rapp.
2: Mm, Love her. On
1: that, on the soundtrack. She's I'm obsessed. Mm-hmm. Listen to it on that, con- on that soundtrack and then go to YouTube and watch her sing it live on like Ooh, Broadway.com's page nice. or whatever. Nice. I feel like someone told her like, okay, girl, we don't need you to be able to sing. <laughs> like it was like, she still sounds beautiful, yeah. but it's it's a lot more like it's
2: toned down, soft
1: and subdued. Mm-hmm. It feels a little bit toned down for, she blows right. on that song. So I was a little surprised when I heard it in the theaters that it was felt a little bit more toned down. I'm interested in like getting the film when it comes out and listening to commentary from people and maybe they'll talk about some of the choices.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but ultimately, like I said, I walked away from it still really enjoying it. I recognized the music. I sang along. Mm-hmm. A lot of the jokes were really, really, really fresh and funny. Like... Damien had me at least two times in the theater laughing to the point where I was kind of embarrassed (laughs) because it was like, okay, girl, that joke was over five minutes ago. You still laughing at it. But yeah, yeah, I feel like it didn't really get to stretch because it feels like someone somewhere, not Tina Fey, not her husband, who I believe did the music for the musical and the film. But someone somewhere who probably put money into it was like, fuck musicals, bitch. Just <laughs>
2: like <laughs> Which is wild just, because just, why would you why would you do that? Like just don't make a musical if you don't like them. Huh. I don't Yeah, it's weird. It's weird.
1: Oh no not know. Wiz, the Wizard. Oh not the Wizard. Uh, what's that Wicked is
2: next. Cynthia Riva, Ariana Grande. Oh, right. Uh, Oh, I forgot about that. Ariana Grande keeps getting herself into trouble. Not real trouble, but like public perception type of trouble for, you know, sleeping with people's husbands and shit like that. But, I mean, what can you do? about
1: that young lady. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm just glad she don't seem like a Teletubby baby to me anymore. Because I was... (laughs) It was hard. No, seriously. Because she's... I don't know if it's a child star or the... Softness of her voice, of the ponytail, the sleeves, but it was hard for me to like accept. <laughs> like 34 It yeah. was hard for me to listen to when it first came out because I was like, "You just like what a, are you talking about to me, right? Yeah, yeah. what so you mean? Graphic,
2: but... <laughs> what you know about that? That's girl, people business.
1: <laughs> yeah, they have to stand on that being a musical, though. There ain't, ain't right. no way around to... it.
2: Right. I mean, and with both of them, Cynthia and Ariana, be serious. Like
1: they better let them sing. They better let them sing.
2: Sing. That is the point. They have incredible voices. Please let them sing.
1: Let them use it. What <sighs> are we doing?
2: Almost did it right. in that moment. But okay. <laughs> um, so, like I said, I don't really have a read this week. I just have a couple of things that I want to bring up. We already talked about the Barbie movie earlier, but I just want to reiterate that white women online are doing way too much about Margot Robbie not being nominated for Best Actress, Greta not being nominated for Best Director. the And, you know, like we said, there is a lot of valid, like, of course Ken is nominated for an Academy Award and Barbie isn't, like, mm-hmm. if, if you get introduced to patriarchy, you would expect for things to go that way. Like, there's, there's some useful discourse happening, but it doesn't mm-hmm. take long for the internet to take things and really run them to hell.
1: True. Like seconds.
2: <sighs> this, just this very day, just a few hours ago. Oh, God. Hillary Clinton. Yes. What? Former Secretary of State, former oh presidential nominee.
3: <laughs> oh, I'm going to love this.
2: Hillary Clinton tweeted, Greta and Margot. while it can sting to win the box office, but not take home the gold, your million Go! fans <laughs> love you. <laughs> You're both so much more than knuff. Hashtag Hillary Barbie.
1: I don't know what I'm doing here. Like, did I...
2: First of all...
1: Slip into an alternate reality at some point in my life?
2: Madam Secretary, there are real problems. (laughs) Hillary Barbie. Both foreign and domestic. There are real problems in this world. That a politician, a career politician such as yourself should probably be more concerned with. Now, I don't, I'm not saying as a politician, you can't ever talk about what's going on in pop culture. However, however, Hillary Barby. Of course, a lot of people are naturally going to draw the parallels between this and 2016. When you won the popular vote, you won the, the box office, but you didn't take home the prize. And and I'm sure that's also what you meant. Like I'm sure that was the undercurrent here of what was being said. But it's just like
1: this is unhinged.
2: Everybody, calm down. Okay, calm down. Calm down. Barbie was great, but all of this.
1: <laughs> I'm calling this episode "Barbie."
2: I don't care.
1: I don't care. <laughs> I can't do that. Let me I are, Let me stop.
2: There are guns in the schools. Roe v. Wade is a thing of the past. <laughs> Inflation is, is whooping everybody's ass. L- wages are low and costs are high. There is a, the, several genocides going on in the world, including at least one that the United States is funding. You, as the former Secretary of State, former First Lady, literal presidential candidate, <laughs> To be chiming in about Barbie.
1: So episode title, (laughs) Hi, Hillary Barbie. (laughs) Hi, Hillary. Yes. Or Crooked Barbie.
2: Oh, Hi, Hillary is great. (laughs) But any of those work. So I just saw that and I said, okay, I don't have a read this week, but I have to talk about why Hillary Clinton felt like this was a good idea. Like, girl, sister, ma'am, girl, with all due respect, Grandma, come on. Come on. Like, it is a movie. It is a movie. It is. And just because your movie wins the box office does not mean it was the best movie. It doesn't mean that your actors gave the best performance. And again, I hate saying this because I I feel like I liked Barbie more than the average person did. I saw it in theaters multiple times. I really, really liked it. (laughs) But y'all are doing a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. God damn. (sighs) So I just don't understand that. And another thing I don't understand, what the fuck is going on over there at Boeing? Have you heard about this? Boeing, the maker of the airplanes? B-O-E-I-N-G?
1: Oh, Jesus. Listen, I don't know.
2: At the top of the year... A fucking door blew off one of the brand new Boeing 737 MAX 9 planes, Alaska Airlines, right after it took off um, from Portland. And niggas was literally clutching their seats in the wind until they could land that fucking plane again. Like, absolutely insane. So scary situation. Yesterday, a plane, a Boeing 757, that was getting ready to take off from Atlanta and go to, I think, Columbia, (laughs) could not take off. The plane, everyone on board the plane had to deplane and board a different aircraft because this Boeing 757 lost the nose wheel. The nose wheel, which is the wheel by the nose of the plane, I'm assuming. Just came off and rolled down a hill.
1: <laughs> I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> I don't I might have to zoom into that shit.
2: What the fuck do you mean? <laughs> oh, the no. wheel came off the goddamn plane oh, and rolled no. away. Oh hell no. I what is find. going on at Boeing? Oh, no girl which politician was elected who decided that they didn't have to like follow any regulations or something like what what is going on because i've always known boeing to be like one of the big names in aircrafts and you know i just assumed i mean and maybe this was foolish of us but (laughs) we just assumed that The people who make airplanes, you know, hold their work to the highest standards and they go through all kinds of testing and you know, just, you know, things about safety would be paramount when it comes to these aircraft, but apparently not. And now all of a sudden, all these other stories about Boeing's have Boeing has been um, coming out that maybe people have forgotten, like over the past several years when. Um, an Ethiopian Airlines flight crashed right after it took off and killed 157 people. And later that same year, killed 189 people in Indonesia. Like, And every time it's like, oh, well, we don't know what's happening, but, you know, Boeing will investigate and blah, 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 blah. somebody else, <laughs> I don't know if it's the FAA or somebody, but somebody need to go over there to Boeing and be like exactly what the fuck is going on. Because this is now twice in a month where y'all have had a major malfunction happen on one of your planes here in the United States. Like, people are just going to stop. They're going to refuse to fly your fucking planes. They're going to refuse to get on them if this keeps happening. It's the sort of thing where, of course, most flights don't have any issues. Of course, most planes don't have these sorts of problems. But you hear stories like this and they stick out in your mind because of how utterly fucked you would be if an airplane just stopped working in midair. So I don't know what it is. I don't know if Donald Trump is somehow behind this. I wouldn't be surprised. But the girls over at Boeing have got to put pen to paper and figure this shit out because I fly too much. The people I know, the the world depends on air travel far too much, far too often for y'all to be slacking in this area. Girl, what the fuck do you mean? The nose wheel came off and rolled down the goddamn hill. Is it supposed I'm to just be, right is it supposed to snap on and off like a Barbie shoe? I feel like it's not supposed to do that.
1: <laughs> I'm not playing with y'all.
3: Oh, I'm my God. Right now.
2: And I think Alaska Airlines offered them people like a $200 flight credit or some shit. Girl. <laughs> the way I am phoning my attorney. Y'all <laughs> trying to be funny. Play with my goddamn life. Get it together.
1: Because we're settling, girl,
2: at oh, like,
1: best case scenario. Uh, you are
2: good, like. Take your, take your flight credit. What, it's a fa- vouchers for free juice? You can take that shit.
1: <laughs> I got something for you.
2: I'm not relaxing until my children's tuition is in my bank account, okay? <laughs> and I'll tell you that for free, but... Yeah, I just don't get it. They got they got to get their shit together over at Boeing because this is just a mess. And yeah, people's lives are at stake. So quit fucking playing with us. And that's really it for me. Like I said, I didn't have much this week, but just some things I have questions about. and, And maybe we can decide where our priorities should go. Less on Barbie and more on like airplanes being manufactured safely. Can we do that? Amen and amen. All right, that will wrap up this week's episode of The Read. Check us out on social media at the Read. our website, ThisIsTheRead.com. You can find our merch over at ShopTheRead.com. We have an 11-year anniversary show coming up here in New York City on February 4th. Tickets available over at Ticketmaster. Anything else from you before we head out?
1: Shout out to all of y'all. Follow me on (gasps) Twitch.tv slash Kid Fury. Oh,
2: fun. I love Twitch. Well, um, that's right. Yeah. I forgot to say, this is not a read or anything. This is actually a great thing. I went to the Monet Exchange show the other day, her solo show, mm-hmm. um, that I think Ben De La Creme produced. And it is so, so good. So... Um, just wanted to say congratulations to Monet and if you get the chance to go see her show do it because it was a real treat we had a great time so love her love her okay, people keep asking about us doing a sibling rivalry thing I'm like I would love to but I think they were just playing when they said that y'all so like <laughs> just <laughs> stop but anyway big big fan Um, and yeah it was a great show and okay yeah take care of yourselves we'll see y'all next week
1: Then blend it to perfection and cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard, so is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois.